Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome along to the Seven Day Brew. My name is Ernest. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to announce that the Seven Day Brew is now available through iTunes, which means you can subscribe through your Apple device and have the podcast sync to you directly. Meanwhile, do excuse my raspy voice this week because I have been hard at work at the SJ50 Matsuri, where we are celebrating 50 years of diplomatic relations between Singapore and Japan. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And in this podcast, I hope to give you a rundown of the news that you can expect in the coming week. This week, we have new appointments in the Singapore cabinet. And we also have news from a Filipino politician, but this time, it's not Duterte. So hang in there. The Seven Day Brew starts now. Our top story this week. Acting Ministers of Education Ng Chi Meng and Ong Yi Kung will be promoted to full ministers on Tuesday, November 1st. The announcement comes as part of the ruling People's Actions Party's leadership renewal plan that will see the next Prime Minister groomed under the current cabinet. There has been no mention, though, of who that individual is. Now, both Mr Ng and Mr Ong are the only first-term members of parliament in the cabinet and were given the title of acting ministers upon their appointments. Mr. Ng is a retired military general who joined the PAP just before the 2015 general elections, in which he contested under the Pasiris Group Representation constituency. Mr. Ong is a former director with Keppel Corporation and first stood for elections in 2011. He was part of the first ever PAP team to lose an election in a GRC team. He has since been parachuted to the Angmokyo GRC, where he ran alongside Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong. Many have speculated that the acting ministers are on track and in the running for the top job, given their swift appointments to ministerial and now full ministerial positions. They were recently featured in the Straits Times article, which highlighted six individuals who were potential prime ministers. Over an illustrious military career, Mr Ng helmed the Republic's Air Force and Defence Force, and was awarded the Gold Public Administration Medal for Military Service in 2011. Mr. Ong served in the Ministry of Communication from 1993, where he helped develop the Land Transport White Paper, which led to the creation of the Land Transport Authority. He then moved to the Ministry of Trade and Industry, where he was part of the team who negotiated the Singapore-US Free Trade Agreement, before he became the Principal Private Secretary to Prime Minister Lee. Now, their terms as acting ministers has featured highs and lows. Mr Ng has overseen the continued regulation of new ride booking services in his second portfolio in the Ministry of Transport and helped with initiatives to ensure fairer competition. However, the recent shift in PSLE grades from points systems to bands have not addressed the fundamental issues adequately. As primary school stress levels continue to rise, culminating in a recent suicide by a primary five boy over his exam results. Meanwhile, Mr. Ong has been appointed to oversee the implementation of the SkillsFuture program, which is aimed to encourage Singaporeans to gain new skills to face the challenges of new labour demands. However, the program has had its critics, as the $500 grant given to all eligible Singaporeans was not means-tested, and accredited courses have left participants dissatisfied over the course content. 
Nevertheless, the two men lead the charge of Singapore's future as they share the education portfolio as full-fledged ministers, one of the most important in the Singapore cabinet. And a quick rundown of this week's news in the Brulatin. Public transport operator SMRT will be delisted on Tuesday, November 1st, the same day that shareholders will be paid for the shares. This comes after a High Court approval of the Masik Holdings buyout earlier in October, after an overwhelming vote by shareholders to sell SMRT's operating assets to the Land Transport Authority and privatise the company under Tamasic. The Singapore Department of Statistics and Economic Development Board are set to release statistics on business expectations of the services and manufacturing sectors on Monday, October 31st. The surveys are conducted to forecast the immediate business outlook of firms across various industries. And while the broad economic outlook over the coming year remains dull, businesses should expect an increase in government intervention in spite of the Monetary Authority of Singapore's decision to hold off on its easing policy. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Finance is expected to release the latest government operational expenditure figures. The figures will account for the cash surpluses and deficits over the current month and account for part of the Singapore reserves. And while a boost in government spending is not expected despite weak GDP growth, statements from the Minister of Industry in Parliament have signalled a possibility of small fiscal measures to support the economy. The Park and Ride Scheme, which was first implemented in 1975, will see its last day of applications on Friday, November 4th. The scheme encouraged drivers to park outside the city at a discounted rate before completing their journey into town on public transport. The LTA said that this decision came as monthly take-up rates fell over the past few years. And also from this Tuesday, November 1st, those who wish to appeal against their traffic offences will have to do so via the Singapore Police Force's Traffic e-Appeals Portal. Now, one can only imagine what they have had to put up with so far. And as the new system takes over all other methods of appeals, we realise that they have actually seen appeals sent via fax, emails, posts and even walk-in appeals. The traffic police have reiterated that they will only consider appeals made on medical grounds. And finally, in boxing news, Filipino star Manny Pacquiao will hit the ring again on Saturday, November 5th when he faces Jesse Vargas in a world title bout. Pacquiao said he remained undecided about his future in boxing and has not looked beyond the fight ahead. The 37-year-old is also a newly elected member of the Philippine Senate and has struggled to maintain his training schedule along with the work commitments. Well, that is all from me this week. Thank you once again for joining me on the 7-Day Brew. If you liked what you have heard and are looking forward to hearing more, you can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes and keep updated via my blog at ernestpoe.wordpress.com. The best way you can say thank you is by sharing this podcast with your friends. And if you have a story that you want heard, share it with me in the comments or send me an email to the7daybrew at gmail.com. And until the next brew, I'm Ernest Fue.